Peace and blessings, beautiful people. Peace and blessings. This is Empress Imani, and welcome to this episode of Sacred Love Lessons. Each of us must confront our own fears, must come face to face with them. How we handle our fears will determine where we go with the rest of our lives, to experience adventure or to be limited by the fear of it. Judy Bloom. If this is your first time here, I'm Empress Imani, inspirational teacher of Sacred Love Lessons. I help women to honor the love within so they too can manifest the life of their dreams. We're in season four, The Art of Being You, 46 Laws of Spiritual Power. And today we're covering Law 36, Release Fear. Our objective today is to move beyond the feelings of fear and live a successful life. Fear is a natural human emotion that can help us stay safe and avoid danger. However, fear, false evidence appearing real, can also hold us back from pursuing our goals and living our best lives if we surrender our power to it. So over the last week, you guys, I have been watching documentaries on Netflix. And in those documentaries, it was like this common theme in all of them. There was one person who was exerting dominion and control over several other people. In each case, he was using fear as a weapon to control people. He stole their sense of security, money, energy, time, good health, and resources. One woman was under his control for over 10 years. He also ruined their reputations and relationships with others and drained all the trust and goodwill currency from those relationships. What I noticed in each case is that each person surrendered their power to the perpetrator. If you find yourself paralyzed by fear, there are a few things you can do to overcome it and move forward. First of all, let me say, I am not a medical doctor or a medical professional. If you have feelings of overwhelming fear, and you need medical attention, seek a licensed medical professional immediately. Also, if you find yourself under the coercive control of someone else, call a trusted source, whether it be a police, a friend, even a stranger, someone that you can trust and get help immediately. So one of the first things that you wanna do to release fear is you wanna acknowledge your fear. The first step to overcoming fear is to acknowledge it. Don't try to suppress or ignore your fear. Instead, allow yourself to feel it fully. It's important to accept our fear in order to move beyond it. Admitting you feel these feelings is half the solution. So you want to acknowledge your feelings of fear. Number two, identify the source of your fear. Once you've acknowledged the feelings of fear, take some time to identify the source of it. What exactly are you afraid of? Is it a specific situation, person, place, or outcome? Once you know what you're afraid of, you can start to develop strategies for overcoming it. So you want to identify the source of your feelings of fear. Number three, challenge your negative thoughts. When we're afraid, our minds often start to race with negative thoughts. We may imagine all the worst case scenarios or tell ourselves that we're not capable of handling the situation. 
These negative thoughts can make your fear even worse. To challenge these thoughts, ask yourself if they're really true. Is there any evidence to support them? For me personally, I always cast down negative thoughts and feelings with my words. For example, when I have feelings of not enoughness or I feel weakness, I say to that using my words, I am strong. I can do all things through my God, God is power that strengthens me. I am strong and I can do all things through my God, God is power that strengthens me. When I have feelings of lack, I say, I am blessed and highly favored. The anointing of God, God is rest upon me. I am rich and everything I touch prospers. I am blessed and highly favored. The anointing of God, God is rest upon me. I am rich and everything I touch prospers. When I have lack of clarity and I need direction, I say, I am divine guidance and I am divinely guided in everything I do. I am divine guidance and I am divinely guided in everything I do. When I feel unsafe, I say, I am divinely protected. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am divinely protected and no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When I have feelings of feeling unloved, I say, I am loved and I experience love everywhere I go. I am loved and I experience love wherever I go. So those are just a few examples of how I cast down negative thoughts and feelings. Number four, focus on the benefits of taking action. When we're afraid, it's easy to focus on all the potential risks of taking action. However, it's important to also consider the benefits of overcoming your fear. What could you achieve if you were not afraid? Thinking about the potential rewards can give you the motivation to take action even when you're scared. Now this one reminds me of the story of the hungry lepers. It's in 2 Kings chapter 7 in the Bible. And I'm just going to sum it up and then I'll read a little bit to you. There were four lepers that were living outside the city gates. You know, during that time, if you had leprosy, they would outcast you and you would be set apart from everyone else. So there were four lepers and they were living outside the city gates. There was a famine in the city. The four lepers began to discuss their options. They thought they could remain where they were and die. They could go into the city, which was also under a famine. And they could die there, but at least they'll be around, you know, family and friends. Or they could go to the enemy's camp and surrender where death was uncertain. So they had like a 50-50 chance. Maybe they would die. Maybe they would live. Who knows? None of the options looked good. The lepers decided to go to the enemy's camp. Let's see what happened next. So I'm going to pick up in 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 5. And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. Verse six, for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. 
And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they rose and they fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carry thence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried thence also and went and hid it. So summarizing here, the four lepers, they went to the enemy's camp. The enemy thought there was like some big giant force coming against them, right? Their enemies and they fled for their lives. The lepers found all of the gold, the silver, all the food, the clothes, everything that was left behind by their enemies. And so, you know, after a while, they started feeling a little guilty. So they discussed it among themselves. And then they decided to go back and tell everyone that was back in the city who was experiencing a famine. They told them what had happened. And then the people from the city came out and also enjoyed the blessings. So what did we learn from this story? Well, the first thing that we learn is that you must raise your thoughts. Your reality is shaped by your thoughts. What are you thinking about your situation? I imagine the lepers were thinking like, first of all, they were hungry. <laughs> so they were really hungry. They were thinking, man, we can't stay here. We got to do something. They thought, well, I mean, you know, we can go where our people are, but they're hungry too. And you know things had to be really, really bad for them to say, death is the outcome in the first two options. Let's at least go see what our enemies are talking about. Maybe they'll have mercy and they won't kill us. And then we could get something to eat. Another thing that we learned from this story is that you have to move on from dead things. When I say dead things, I'm talking about dead relationships, dead-end jobs, old beliefs, old ways of doing things old places. Have you heard people say, that's the way we've always done it? Well, you know, that's part of the problem. If you're doing things the way you've always done them and you've hit a dead end, you may want to do something differently. And in this case, the tradition was for the lepers to be outcasts. And they were doing that. They were resting in a traditional position outside the city gate. But then they thought, hey, we got to do something different. We got to move on from this situation because if we stay here, we're going to die here. And then they thought, okay, we could go into the city and we can die. At least we'll be around our family and friends and we'll be in a familiar place. But that place was dead too. And they thought, no, nah, we got to do something different than that because that's a dead place too. And that's what forced them out to look beyond that and look at the enemy and say, let's try something different. Okay, we might make it. And in the end, they did. So you want to move on from dead things. Another thing we learned from the story is you must take inspired action. A lot of people get caught up in thinking about taking action. Some people get caught up in talking about taking action, but you must move into the taking inspired action stage. You don't need to know the whole plan. I know sometimes people get caught up in that, trying to figure out the whole thing. You don't need to know the whole thing. The only thing you need to know right now is the next most appropriate step. That's it. Just one step. Whatever the next best step is, that's all you need to know right now. 
So you want to take inspired action. Another thing that we learned from this story is that you must share with others. When you share with others, you keep the flow of abundance flowing into your life. That's how you keep the flow going. It's based on the law of giving and receiving, the law of circulation, the law of reciprocity. That's how you keep the flow going. Number five, take small steps. If your fear is overwhelming, don't try to face it head on all at once. Instead, start by taking small steps. And that just goes to what we learned in the story with the lepers. You don't have to know the whole plan. You don't even have to know the outcome. All you have to know is the next step. What's the next step? That's it. Do that, right? Number six, find a support system. Now for me on this one, I rely heavily on my spiritual team. I go inward. I rely heavily on my intuition, heavily on my higher self, my God self. I highly recommend that you turn to your spiritual team. This could be the most high, your angels, Orishas, your ancestors, whatever you consider your spiritual team to be. That's very important. I also understand that sometimes we need people here in the 3D reality. So having people to support you can make a big difference in your ability to overcome fear. Talk to trusted friends, family members, or go see a therapist about your fears. They can offer you encouragement and help you to develop strategies to overcome your fear. With this right here, I highly recommend that you be very careful, very selective about the people that you allow in your ear, the people that you allow in your space, the people that you allow to speak over your situation. Be very careful, very selective, and you want to choose people who are high vibing, who are loving, caring, people who have your best interest at heart. Those are the kind of people you want to choose. Some additional tips for feeling fear and doing it anyway include visualize success. Take some time to visualize yourself successfully completing the task or the situation that you're afraid of. This can help to boost your confidence and make the task seem less daunting. You can also remember your past success. Now this right here really helps me. I refer back to whatever accomplishments that I've already have under my belt when I'm facing something difficult, I remind myself that I have it in me. I am strong and I can do all things through my God, Goddess power that strengthens me. Think about times when you've overcome fear in the past. This can remind you that you are capable of handling whatever challenges you come up against. That's very important. It's a way for you to encourage yourself. I highly recommend that you do this process here. And then don't be afraid to learn lessons. Some people consider learning lessons as failure. I do not. I consider them as learning lessons. Everyone learns lessons at some point in their lives. Learning lessons is not the end of the world. It's simply an opportunity to grow. So be open to learning. Celebrate your progress. As you start to face your fears, Take the time to celebrate your progress, no matter how big or small you think it is. This will help you to stay motivated and keep you moving forward. And then also remember, you don't have to be fearless 
to be successful. Now, this one reminds me of the time when I was, I think I was like 18. I've been out on my own since I was 18. And I was on my way to college. I was a single mom and I was getting ready to go off to college in another state. And I was going to visit the school by myself. I just assumed I was from a big city. I was going to a smaller college town. I just assumed the bus station would be open. So I catch the bus, the Greyhound bus from Dallas. That's where I'm from, Dallas, Texas. And I ride up to Norman, Oklahoma. It was about eight o'clock when I got to Norman. And at that time, this was like in 1991. At that time, the bus station was closed. I had no idea. I just assumed it would be open. My original plan was when I got to the bus station, I was gonna call a taxi and ride to the hotel from there. Well, that didn't happen. So when I got there, they let me off. It was dark in the middle of the night. I was by myself and I got off the bus and I was so scared. I was so scared. I did not cry, at least not on the outside, but on the inside, I immediately began to pray. And I remember thinking, okay, God, it's me and you and I need your help right now. That's all I could think. I need your help right now. So I looked over and I saw a payphone. I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that. Keep in mind, this was 1991. So I see this payphone, I go over to the payphone. And when I go over to the payphone, it's just covered in yellow cab taxi stickers. And I just begin to laugh. And of course I used the payphone. I called a taxi. I waited right there by the phone booth because it had like a little light on it. And I felt safer by the phone booth. So I just waited until the taxi picked me up and then I rolled from there to the hotel. But I was very, very afraid. And the whole time during the wait, I just was saying, thank you God for being here with me. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you Archangel Michael for protecting me. Because I was really afraid. There was one, there was no way for me to turn around. The bus left me there, I was out there by myself. So there was only one direction and that was forward. So. Keep in mind that you don't have to be fearless to be successful. You can feel the fear and do it anyway. And shout out to all my Sooners out there. I love you guys. So the moral to the story is to just take things one step at a time and don't let your fear stop you from pursuing your goals. I'll leave you with this final thought. It's important to remember that fear is a normal human emotion. Everyone experiences fear from time to time, some more than others. The important thing is, is to not let your fear control you. By following the tips in this episode, you can learn to overcome your fear and live a more fulfilling life. The power is yours. That's what I have for you today. Law 36 of 46 Laws of Spiritual Power, Release Fear. If you are releasing fear and you want to share, please leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you. If you're listening on YouTube or wherever you're tuning into the world, don't forget to click that like, comment, and subscribe. And until we speak again, be the light.